0: Hello and welcome to, for heaven's sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J, and
1: your other co-host, T. <laughs> how are you doing, T? Doing really well. I love how you always giggle it makes every so time happy. I say, every time I say T. You always go. It makes, makes me so happy. It's so cute. That's every... as
0: much a part of our intro as anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. realized though that I do that like in general like mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a like a tick of mine yeah. where I guess when somebody says anything that I don't have like an immediate response to or when it's not something that there's an immediate response to that yeah. you know like like a conversation would uh-huh. be like my my instinct is to just go <laughs> <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's cute.
1: I can't control it. Now you're making me self-conscious about I, it. That was not my point. I know. <laughs> made me feel bad.
0: No, you're we making me feel bad. We can do this back and forth bad. right now. We can do this all day. I just feel bad because you, you feel, feel bad, me. okay?
1: <laughs> and I feel bad because I made you feel bad, and therefore, back and
0: forth. We're friends. <laughs> we are friends. <laughs> um. Well... We're going to be talking about episode 312 today, Mm -hmm. All That Jazz. Come on, babe. Okay. (laughs) All That Jazz. All That Jazz. (laughs) I got to be honest, though, I don't get this title at all. Like, there's no... The only thing I can think of is, okay, All That Jazz, right? Like... That is a phrase, right? Where you mm-hmm. where there's like something you say, and then you go and all that Magic. jazz. Yeah. But what's that thing? Because I can't seem to think of what it is that you say that then leads you to say and all that jazz. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I
1: just feel like I, I. can't. Yeah. I don't have. Yeah. I don't. I don't have an answer for you because I feel like right. that happens out of nowhere. Naturally, it's just yeah. It,
0: yeah. There's no like specific pre. Yeah. phrase to all that jazz right no
1: it's just, you it's almost like i oh yeah so i'm i'm uh, gonna throw a big party and i'm gonna get the group and all the drinks and all that food and all that jazz it's just kind of like totally. you're adding it yeah in there. like
0: yeah it's like it's like the it's the etc of, yeah. of whatever you're talking about essentially yeah. totally so it is weird because i was trying to think about this episode in terms of the theme of it yeah like, what is the overarching... You know how many times with these episodes, it's like separate storylines all are all feeding into yeah. one overarching idea or mm-hmm. message or whatever. But, I mean, and I guess that is true for this episode as well. Like, there is an overarching message or mm-hmm. theme to this episode, which we'll get into. But I just don't see how all that jazz plays into that I, at I, all. I don't either. Weird. I don't see it. Weird, weird, weird. I bet there is some sort of, like, online forum or something where somebody has broken it down and has has explained it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not going to look that up. No,
0: (laughs) no. There's a significant amount of lack of research that goes into this episode that I'm frankly very proud of. (laughs) Yes,
1: yeah. I mean, okay, it's weird because a lot goes on and yet nothing happens.
0: Yeah, this is another classic, like, blah, blah, blah episode with few exceptions, right? Yes. Like there's a little bit of um of like backstory we learn in this episode yeah. that we've never le- like heard before, which yeah. is interesting. And then there's a little bit of character development, specifically with like Matt mm-hmm. and um maybe just Matt. <laughs> yeah. I feel like well, and maybe Mary ish, kind of. Maybe we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Um, I feel like we should just get into it, but before we do, okay. we need to do the Amazon Prime spoilery, please. And that is a fr- <laughs> it's so great because it's so bad. Um, a friend of Lucy's seeks refuge in her closet as she tries to deal with the death of his mother. <laughs> that's Which, it. That's it. And also, what? Yeah, because it's actually not that at all. Like, it's literally not that at all. <sighs> Lucy is not trying to deal with the death of her friend's mother. Yeah. Which, spoiler alert, guys, is a Rod. Yeah. Oh, yes. Rod is back, sans Jimmy Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Lucy has nothing to do with Rod's death, With Rod's mother's death at all other than the fact that he comes to her and she hides him in her closet but like she's not dealing with that in any way she's not dealing with anything in this episode frankly other than just sort of being the surrounding element around Rod I guess but like it's so wrong I can't even believe it Yep, (laughs) so weird it almost makes you wonder if it's a typo and it's supposed to say seeks refuge in her closet as he tries to deal with the death of his mother
1: I would hope that right. I'm hoping it's a typo. Yeah,
0: it should be an unfortunate one, but one that I think we can allow. I think we have to allow, yeah, for the sake of life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so since we're talking about it, I guess let's let's get into that storyline. I mean, Rod shows up at Lucy's door as she's ready to like head out on a date with Jordan, mm-hmm. and she's just like talking all this nonsense like you shouldn't be here I have a boyfriend in fact my very nice boyfriend wouldn't like you being here and da 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 -da. and Rod has this look on his face like that would make anybody else in the world shut the fuck up and go what's wrong yeah yeah (laughs) like the guy's practically crying on her doorstep doesn't
1: even uh, yeah that that's the best part because he knocks on the door or rings the bell whatever she opens it before he can say Hi, Lucy. Seriously. She starts giving a speech. <laughs> uh, Rod, this is unacceptable of you being here. And my boyfriend, Jordan, he's going to find this very weird. that my ex-boyfriend's at my house and blah, blah, blah. I'm like,
0: <gasps> can you say hi first? And then let's see what's going on. Seriously. And, like, literally, I mean, I was watching. And they do a really good job of, like, keeping the camera. Well, not keeping it on him, but doing a lot of, like, cuts back and forth between yeah. Lucy's incessant chatter and Rod's, like, distraught face. Mm-hmm. And you can re- I mean it's so clearly written on his face, he's distraught. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something's up. And mind you, clearly something's up because he wouldn't have showed up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Especially Sans Jimmy Moon. <laughs> like, yeah, you know that's what I'm saying? True. Like like he wouldn't have shown up just just to like cause trouble for her yeah, or some no, shit. You know no, what no, I'm no. saying? So clearly something's up. And finally when he can get in a word in edgewise <laughs> He's like, my mom died, and I was just like, oh, yeah, poor Rod. Like, damn, you know. Every
1: time, whenever you used to look at Rod, you're like, Ugh, Rod. Jimmy Moon is like, oh no.
0: No, I and can't. I can't even handle Jimmy Moon. Yeah. The fact that he got a mention in this episode made my blood boil a little bit.
1: Yes. <laughs> but you know, you know, whenever he said like his mom passed away, I was like, oh. just like you. Aww. hmm
0: Now this is episode we like Rod. I mean, I guess so, right? Like yeah. I get. I mean, cuz he's This is the episode where you realize in Rod's own words, still waters run deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. I like that scene was I think supposed to be super like sweet and like yeah. sad. Like not sad, but like you know, it's like sympathetic and like Yeah. All oh, pulling up the heartstrings! I could not take him seriously when he started dropping lines like "best of times, worst of times." <laughs> he literally said yeah. it was the best of times and it was the worst of times in describing his relationship with his mother in his in her final moments. Yeah, like that's that's like just no. Yeah, don't how about <laughs> no no no?
1: I agree. I agree.
0: God. <laughs> uh, Rod, oh, but Rod. I did.
1: But I did find it really sweet and really cute when him and Ruthie are sitting in the closet, uh-huh. you know, playing Go Fish.
0: Yeah, and, and
1: actually talking.
0: Yeah, I know Ruthie. Ruthie in this episode is very much the. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know if there's like a trope for this or whatever. But like, she doesn't have any active storyline necessarily. No, but she,
1: Ruthie knows all.
0: Yeah, and she's sort of kind of, like, always there, you yeah. know? Like, she's just there throughout the episode mm-hmm. in whatever thing it is. And sometimes for the detriment of the thing, yeah, as we'll see, or sometimes, like, with Rod's case, like, somehow is, like, a soothing element and, mm-hmm. like, provides, like, a shoulder, I guess, for him. Yeah. Or like, or, like, a sounding board, you know?
1: Well, when she leans on his shoulder oh. and and he kind of... Well, tries to lean on her. Tries. (laughs) You know, there's like a foot difference between them while even sitting. Seriously. (laughs) But it it was cute. I don't know. I I found it really sweet. Yeah. But yeah, man. Ruthie was everywhere. Like, fly on the wall, dude. Yeah. Knows everybody's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What Ruthie does best. Totally. And informing the parents. Yes. And the fact that even Eric was like going... Now where is she? Oh, who's here? What? What? Where is Matt? What's happening with Simon and Nigel? Like he knows all. I
0: know. She's so great, and I love how she just is so free, like yeah. in her, in her giving of this infer- like yeah. Like there's no sense for Ruthie of like oh maybe I shouldn't have said something yeah, about yeah. this or this is something that I keep to myself like no it's just anything she knows that's in her head yeah. is gonna come out of her mouth to whoever asks yes. or doesn't ask like yeah. it's coming out yeah she's she's a trip she's cute but it's almost like a regression for her character a little bit because I feel like I feel like we've seen a little bit of maturity with Ruthie we've seen a little bit we've of like we've seen maturity of
1: Ruthie wouldn't you agree? Like- in the first season, because she sounded so wise, and then after that, it's just like, Ruthie rips the you know, her doll's heads off. Oh, and like-
0: right. sure. I mean, she's crazy. <laughs> she's like, batshit, no doubt. <laughs>
1: well, but she's also the one that's, because, well, not the baby for long, but because she's mm. the baby, she does
0: mess with her parents a little bit. You mean like in the sense that she pushes the boundaries and yeah. stuff? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But that's not to say that the other kids didn't. Yeah, of course. When they could. Or that they still do. I mean, how many times have have the older kids lied to their parents about what they're doing and who they're going with and when they'll be back and all Mm -hmm. that shit? Like, that's pushing boundaries, too. Yeah, of course. You know?
1: But, I don't know, Ruthie, I mean, whatever.
0: Yeah. She's, She's a trip. Like, I mean, I've said this so many times before, but, like, I really... Like, she remains to be seen in terms of, like, what comes of her. Yes. Because she's still such a, like, question mark, right, in terms of, like, her personhood. Yes. Or her, char- I mean, she's a character. Yeah. But, like, you know, as the character, like, who is she? Like, yeah. what makes her tick? What are her motivations? We don't know. from ep- From episode to episode, it varies, mm-hmm. you know? So... Um, or doesn't exist at all, <laughs> like yeah. like in kind of sort of like in this episode. Like, what's her motivations in this episode? You know, she, I don't feel like she has any. Yeah. Well, that's because she doesn't have a storyline. Yeah. Like, she's not an agent of her own. Exactly. Life in this episode. All she wanted was the
1: the hair clips or the hair combs, as they kept calling them. Yeah, uh, which she steals yeah, from, she,
0: like literally steals yeah. from Simon's dresser yeah. or whatever. Like, she be crazy. <laughs> yeah. She be crazy. well okay so let's get into simon a little bit then since we brought it up um nigel is i guess spending the weekend at the camden's house Mm -hmm. um which anytime nigel's around it makes for good story i think because he's such a good balance to simon yeah you know like like simon can be a little crazy or not crazy but like simon can be a little like emotional at times and like Like, off the cuff, you know? And Nigel just seems to be so, like, measured. And, like, wise and matured. And, like, he... Like, actually, I think it really is, like, he knows himself. Like, he's very secure in himself. Yeah. And that comes across, especially in dynamic with Simon. But... So they're hanging out. But all Simon can seem to do is talk about Dina. Yes. Which, as we know, is his girlfriend, cancer survivor Dina. Um... And their three-month anniversary, okay? The big one. It's the big one. (laughs) The big one. And Nigel is quick to point out, um, anniversary, a.k.a. year, Mm. like three months is not an anniversary make, so like calm down. (laughs) But Simon's just like, first of all, he's excited, okay? He has a girlfriend for the first time since crazy Zetas Lapidus. Yes. (laughs) And like they're super cute and great together and stuff, so he wants to do something for Mm -hmm. her. And so now he's on this mission to find the perfect gift yes. for their three month anniversary for Gina. And Nigel is just like stuck because he's here for the weekend. He can't go home because I guess there's no one home, he says. Yeah. Which, what did they all go on a vacation and didn't take him? Like, I, how is no one home? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that till just now. I just yeah. took it at face value. Oh, no one's home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid well the show does this a lot it's true where it's like, just like no questions
1: asked like yeah. don't
0: don't test us on this okay
1: yeah. this is it yeah <laughs> no one was home and it's why he turned back <laughs> poor Nigel
0: seriously and yeah so so he's like he has to tag along with Simon and, and Matt well yeah cause Matt is also on a mission <laughs> To find new pants... Yes. ...that he is hoping, when he wears, will woo and win over... Dun-dun-dun. Heather.
1: You know what's really funny
0: in my notes? No. (laughs) Shut up.
1: No, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) No, I don't know. Um, I was trying to mention her name, Mm -hmm. and I swear to you, I attempted to write... Heather or Holly, and halfway through the H, I stopped because <laughs> I couldn't remember. Yeah. And like, and I know that they mentioned it, yeah. Oh yeah, but they like, name
0: drop her a lot. Yeah,
1: you could tell. I just, I, I didn't even bother continuing. <laughs> like there, there's an attempt of an H, and it's done. <laughs> but I was like, oh yeah, that
0: girl. Whatever. Oh, that girl. That girl. Who's that girl? It's Heather. <laughs> um. it's Heather. It's Death Heather. Yes. <laughs> That's so bad. I shouldn't be calling her Death Heather. Mm. Uh, PC police. Don't come after me. Um. So, yeah. So, Matt's trying to win back Heather, which, I mean, there's so much to get into with them. So, yes. pause. Back to Simon and Dina and Nigel. Nigel has to tag along. And so, they go to the mall. Mm-hmm. And then they come back from the mall, and they're in Matt's room. Yes. While like Matt's trying on his pants that he bought, and Nigel, like, is he's just so he's so great. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play the clip of the conversation they have. <laughs> Butterflies for her hair. It's so Titanic, so Kate Winslet. Hey, maybe someday i will make a movie about you buying hair combs for Dina. Of course, be rated B for boring. Uh, and uh, for your information, Kate Winslet didn't wear butterfly combs in Titanic. They were half dragonfly, half butterfly. Sort of stylized insect, which was very popular for that time period. But the ones you bought Dina were butterflies. Cheap, blue, glass butterflies. But
1: Why are you two still here?
0: Hey. I spent two hours picking out pants. I think I've earned the right to see what they look like. Damn right, Nigel. Yeah. Damn right. (laughs) And this guy (laughs) goes, (laughs) hey. I love him. I love him. I love that he's, like, so knowledgeable about the exact hair combs that Kate Winslet is wearing in her hair in Titanic. Which I had to think about, I had to remember that Titanic was an actual timely reference. Mm -hmm. Because it came out in 99, right?
1: Or wasn't it 97? Oh, I guess it was.
0: Then it's not a timely reference at all. No. Why are they talking? Would it just come out on DVD or something? <laughs> like, or tape? <laughs> a tape? I was like, not a DVD. Tape. video? <laughs> you? Yeah, probably tape. Yeah, because they're talking about it like it just happened. Yeah. But you're right. It was the 97.
1: So I don't know why they're, yeah, I don't know why they're referencing it.
0: I don't know so why weird. they're bringing it up. So weird that, like, that's his reference point for the butterflies. Yeah, it's so titanic. Titanic. Like, what there's no other reference point for butterflies in the present '99? Like, so weird. I don't know. I don't know. I need to. I now now it's gonna drive me crazy knowing this fact. You Um, know,
1: sometimes when it comes to like Seventh Heaven and I'm watching it, I know it's in 1999. uh Granted, I'm not saying fashion. Has changed. It changes so much within a year or whatever. Sure. But I still feel like this show is trapped in
0: 1995. Oh, but like it, even right now in season three yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I don't really know what that would mean. Like I guess I don't know what 95 fashion is. You no, know what not I'm even saying? Like
1: fa- like it's. I don't know. Maybe it's the fashion, or maybe it's just the the camera. I don't know. Something about it just still looks. You know. Outdated. I don't know. Yeah,
0: well, definitely, it's the quality of yeah. the filming, right? Definitely, it's not an it's not an HD. It's no. not you know like high quality. It feels it has like that grainy, yes, feeling to it. Yeah, which God, frankly, we're so spoiled. I know. God, I mean, we're so
1: spoiled. I don't
0: know if that's ever gonna go away because the show ended in 07? Yeah, and I guess HD was around by then, dude. It makes
1: me want to go over like a few C well WB shows. That I almost just want to rewatch an episode
0: of Dawson's Creek just to see it. Oh, like it's just as bad. Really? Just as bad. God, I just want to see this. Just as grainy. Just as bad. And maybe even worse because Dawson's Creek had a lot of exterior, like mm-hmm. you know, on the water shots, yeah, yeah, yeah. which look really bad without HD because uh-huh. it just it doesn't even look real. It looks like this weird, like like fake backdrop or some shit and mind you they shot it on location or whatever but it's just like what the hell you know interesting okay well actually did they shoot that on location now that i'm saying it yeah i guess they had to right that wasn't a set that lake that they live on yeah yeah that had had to be real well i mean we say that that but who knows Ah, who knows (laughs) who knows this is not the Dawson's Creek podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Despite the numerous tangents we've made about it, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Simon buys her these like big blue butterfly clips, which are big. When we finally see them on on I remember Ruthie's those. head. Do you? Fuck yes. because when do. he said butterfly clips, I immediately thought of those little things that girls used to wear, you know, like were, in their hair, like all over, like maybe yeah. like 15 of them in her head. There were
1: those, but there were also the big ones where it, um, it, it doesn't, well, hers is, I think the one that he got her is like a clip. Like a clip. Yeah. yeah. The other one, the ones that I remember, it's like kind of like a, like a bobby pin. Okay. Do you remember those where the butterflies would actually like move? Oh, what? There were... there were, Yeah, they, they would try to give it that effect that it would move. Or they, oh. would, or they would be, like, I would like to say, kind of life-size, like, butterflies.
0: Yeah, well, that's what... I mean, that's yeah. ostensibly what he's bought for Dina. Yeah. Because when Ruthie puts them in her head yeah. and we see them for the first time... I remember that. I mean, they're the huge. Yeah, yeah. Like, they look much bigger than I don't... I mean, I don't think I remember ever seeing or having anything like that when I was, you know, in the 90s or whatever. But... Um, I remember yeah. having wondered too. I mean, they're pretty. They're mm-hmm. cute. I don't think I'd ever wear them now. <laughs> you know, I know it was definitely like a fad of the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Blue glass.
1: Three dollar hair
0: clip. <laughs> <Or laughs> that's, like, that's right. He's so proud of the fact that they cost him three dollars.
1: When Simon is the bank and he I can, know.
0: <laughs> he totally can afford more than three dollars on yeah. a gift. Because like, remember,
1: guys, he gave Matt eighty dollars or ninety bucks to get on a plane or that bus to wherever Heather was at the time. Philadelphia. Oh, that's where her. Okay, that's where she would go.
0: Wait school yeah was oh yeah it was Philadelphia yeah but he just he couldn't get the plane all the way out Mm -hmm. there so he took the plane to as far as it could go and he took the bus and he hitchhiked and then he walked or whatever the fuck he did (laughs) poor kid well whatever well not no because Heather's back (laughs) like no surprisingly enough full circle Heather's back I didn't realize she was gonna come back ever yeah same was kind of like threw me for a loop a little bit because
1: and why bring her back I know. Why well, bring her
0: back? See, this is the shit that, I'm, that I've been talking about this whole season is like, what is Matt's story here? Yeah. Like, where are we getting to? And apparently what we're getting to is he's going to pine for his ex-girlfriend who's engaged and he's never going to get. For a year and a half? While he's been dating everybody else. Yeah, no, totally. And, and, and the minute she's back in town, he's like, we're getting back together, right? Like, yeah. Uh, no. I want you to
1: break off this engagement. Have you lost your mind? She has actually been with this guy for that long. You are on rotation every
0: week. Well, besides that, like, why would he just assume that the fact that she's back in town means he's going to get back together with her? But that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, it looked like you had moved on. And that. Yeah, totally. It looks like he... I thought he moved on. I didn't think that he was still
0: holding out for this girl. Totally. It's so weird. It's really, like, weird that they've decided to make this the climax yeah. and resolution of the season for Matt. Like, Heather's back. Presumably we're going to see her again because she's getting married, married at the church, and Eric's marrying her, so How I, old? I bet we're
1: going to see this wedding, y'all. And like, and I can't get over the fact that she's engaged and she's 18 or 19.
0: Is she? I thought she was older because wasn't she in college when Matt was in high school already?
1: Are you sure she was in college?
0: Well, that's where she was going to school in Philadelphia. Wasn't that college?
1: I don't know
0: if that... Maybe I just assumed that was college. Well, wha- I think why we else would she be college. out of town for high school? I don't know. I'm
1: assuming she... Maybe it's a special school?
0: Oh, because she's deaf? What, Maybe. they don't have anything like that in the metropolis that is Glen Oaks? Glen Oak?
1: <laughs> Seriously,
0: dude. Um, I don't okay. know. Glen I... oak got it all. Don't have any deaf schools. <laughs> right? <laughs> N- not that... You know. might be right. You might you might be totally right that she was go- just going to high school in Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't know why I assumed she was older. Oh. Who you know. knows? But yeah, you're right. Then even worse, like, she's 19. She's been with this guy for a year and a half. She's getting married. Yeah. Like, why? I don't know. It seems weird. It I mean, is- I be- but I believe her that she's moved on and loves this person. Oh, Whoever yeah. Whoever is. Yeah. And completely. however young she is, like... I totally believe that she's moved on because she's, first of all, she's the one that broke up with Matt in the first place for this guy. So, like. We have everything in common. She can see him. True. Regularly. Which, they met in Philly and he's like, I'll drop everything and come to Glen Oak to get married. This town I have nothing to do with. Yeah. (laughs) Again, it's just like Ginger and Grandpa. Oh dude, like let's let's forget my family. Let's go to Glen Oak and get married with yeah. your family. Yep. Uh, I, whatever. This show yeah. has such a like skewed way of portraying this world. Yes. Like it doesn't. It defies the laws of logic.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then of course with Matt and his um, if you don't you don't get
0: me. You don't get my dad. I was like, oh, okay. Rude rude and petty and yeah. childish Yeah. and like a, a side of Matt that I'm sad to see honestly yeah. because I feel like he was doing okay you know what I mean like mm-hmm. he had grown up he's in college he's excuse me I'm yawning he um, it is really on? hot no it's really hot um you know he's like I was, you know, I was, like, digging him a little bit. And then he pulls this shit with Heather. And I'm just like, nah. Yeah, what nah. happened? Why did we, you know,
1: take ten steps back? Yeah. Literally.
0: Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, he's such
1: a kid. Um, and, dude, Heather, man, she doesn't lose her shit.
0: No, I know. She's so calm and collected. She's
1: just looking at him like, you, she's like, you stupid boy. Like, that's why she's looking at him. You stupid boy. Legit.
0: And she's, and she's like, legit, like... Matt, you really thought we were going to get back together after a year and a half. Yeah. And we haven't spoken or seen each other. And, I'm, exactly. and I've been with this guy and you just thought I came back for you. Like, really? Like, and duh, hello, Obvi. <laughs> like, hello, Matt. Because he can be so wise and so smart about other things. And then he's so dumb when it comes to women. <laughs> like...
1: It's weird because we're not used to Matt being dumb with women or, you know, losing It's his true. Shit. We've
0: seen him get game. Like, we've seen him have game with women. Yes. So we've never seen it, him, like, undone by anyone. Well, we've
1: only seen it maybe once or twice.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, sure.
1: But this was... Dude, I thought we were past this. I thought we were older.
0: But you it's know what, weird. though? As you're saying that, I'm realizing that we've seen him be petty... With and about Heather before, like, when her friend came to visit and was, like, a quote-unquote third wheel with them. Yeah. And he was, like, oh, I thought we were going to have alone time, dude. Yeah. She's, like, come on. He got all possessive. Totally. What is it about Heather? I mean, I guess he really likes her. Yeah. And I guess maybe in his mind, he's just been biting time until she comes back to town god but that but that just makes him crazy cause then that, that means that he's just written this entire storyline for them in, in his head yeah which makes no sense
1: it makes him crazy well, yeah okay so he looks crazy seems crazy and whatever and every girl that he's been with mm-hmm. since then you're giving me a sob story about them and he's coming in as their white knight like come on it's true So why it's so wh- weird Why give me all of that Like why Give me this guy That's gonna go protect Um What was her name Shannon The one with her brother Being all abusive Sure
0: Yes Okay No Shauna Shauna Shauna
1: Giving me all that Whatever all, all the girls That he's been dating mm-hmm. He's rescuing them Yeah Saving them from something And then And it looks like He's into them For that week And then he's over it because there's a new girl.
0: Seriously. And we're like, oh, cool. Like, new girlfriend. Fine. And then you get all into it. And then, nope. Next week, it's either no one or someone new. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not digging it.
1: I don't like it. I don't know.
0: I'm I'm obviously curious to see what's going to come of this Heather development. Because she's around, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they're going to get married, presumably soon or whenever the fuck. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she's coming back. Think
1: she? Do you think Matt's gonna walk her down the aisle? Why? She I doesn't don't. have a dad. Oh, I guess we've never, we've seen, never him. seen her
0: dad. That's true. But no, I don't think why. Why wouldn't Matt walk her down? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if seventh Heaven worse. does something like that. Oh well, yeah, is that right? Like they'll just like not explain it you, away. <laughs> you
1: and I would think that is weird and it makes no sense. But the show will somehow
0: make it. Dude, okay. Predictions. Okay. I predict
1: uh-huh.
0: she has a long lost father who is gonna like randomly show up and or eric slash matt are gonna track him down for her oh god as like a grand gesture of goodwill (laughs) that's my prediction that's
1: actually a very good one though that's a good one it's a good one because yeah it could happen let's be real with how this show has been progressing with every episode how eric is extremely nosy and knows everyone's story and knows everybody from fucking new york to la anything is possible insane
0: so, but your prediction is Matt's going to rock down the aisle?
1: I, I, um, you know what? Mine is the easy
0: way out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yours is the reaching, which is totally possible. Yeah. I'm reaching. reaching, I'm reaching, but it's like within my grasp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. Like, like, like I know I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know I'll get it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Let's mark my words or mark our words. Let's see what happens. Totally.
1: God, now I kind of want to like look into the next no, episode. No, 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 no. I don't want to look ahead. I just kind of want to look at the titles and
0: see if it gives anything away of a uh... wedding. That's the only thing I want to look up. Even that might be spoilery. I never look. <laughs> I, don't I stopped. Their... I stopped looking at spoilies. I stopped looking at titles. You stop looking just... at
1: spoilies? Uh, yeah, I don't
0: read them anymore. Awesome. I don't read them anymore. I make a conscious choice to just like watch the. I just hit play before I take in my surroundings. This is cool. I yeah. likes. I know, and it's made for better enjoyment on my part mm-hmm. because the spoilers, as we know from this podcast, like drive me crazy. Yeah, nine times out of ten, like. Mm-hmm they're insane or wrong or stupid yes. or whatever the fuck. So they've like, I've just stopped watch, just, mm-hmm. like reading them and I'll just watch the episode and take it in for what it is. And then I'll read the spoilery and it'll drive me crazy. Yep. <laughs> um, I feel like the only person we really haven't touched on at this point is Mary. Oh, and Annie. And- oh, and Eric. And, yeah. yeah. Um, Shall we flip a coin? <laughs> no, I want to talk about Mary. Okay. So <coughs> excuse me. Ooh, my lungs hate me today. Okay. <laughs> Which actually is probably a good time to say. What are we drinking today, tea? Because it's soothing my throat as we speak. Really?
1: Well, there's honey and there's lemon. So that might help with a touch of... Wait, am I,
0: are we drinking bourbon? No, isn't it Basil Hayden? Basil Hayden, there we go. We don't fuck with that bourbon shit. We are having... Yeah, that's true. It it is bourbon, though. We we are having gold rush. All that jazz. All that jazz. (laughs) Come on and gold rush my stockings down. <laughs> that made zero sense. <laughs> stockings. Um, well, okay, so Mary and Lucy are talking. Mm-hmm. And Mary realizes, or actually Lucy realizes, if we're being honest, that Mary hasn't had a date since she and Wilson. Or sorry, hasn't had a boyfriend yeah, since... She and Wilson have broken up. Yes. And how great was it back when you were together that all these guys were like come out of the woodwork and wanted to date you. And Mm -hmm. now that you're not single, no one cares about you. Yeah. And then, unseen to the audience, when Ruthie's informing on everyone to Eric, we find out that she and Wilson are back together. Serious. I legit almost bought it. I almost bought it. Because, because she was so right about everything else yeah, that I was like, oh, okay. I guess they just didn't show us that conversation. Weirdly. Yeah. Which, it wasn't that weird because they've done that before where they don't yeah. show us all every detail of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll remain to be seen how that how that manifests itself. Yep. Cut to Mary's getting all these calls from all these boys. Yep. And that's when I was like she done lied (laughs) she done
1: lied and she told what all 20
0: members of the basketball team yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that she and Wilson are back together uh huh and now of course everyone's coming out of the woodwork again (laughs) which okay sure whatever floats your boat dude yeah but here's the thing the one person who we see come out of the woodwork is towner yes which kind of sort of was ruined for me because i saw his name in the credits and i was like oh "Oh shit towner's back and so i was like waiting for him this whole episode you know um i guess that's what i get for knowing people's names (laughs) shame on me um anyway so i you know i realized i don't pay attention to the credits No nope. Sometimes you don't so, Sometimes it's easy not to Because there'll be action Happening yeah. While they're rolling yeah. But other times When the town is waking up For three and a half yes, minutes You does. can't help but notice The names Yeah you know? This is true Or when it's just The exterior of the house For literally two and a half minutes <laughs> Like Kill me Fucking kill me <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? I'm over it It'll be like a 2 minute jazz riff and just the exterior of the house with nothing happening. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Speaking of all that jazz, maybe that's the jazz they're referring to. Is the 2 minute jazz riff in the beginning after the opening read my theme mind. song. <laughs> I'm really good at that, by the way. Are you? I'm
1: telepathetic. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, are you
0: quoting something, or did you just come yeah, up with like that? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, what are you I'm,
1: quoting? The uh, movie Stepmom.
0: Oh, with um, Julie Roberts Yeah, the, the boy,
1: he goes, Mom, I'm telepathetic. <laughs> you mean telepathic. That's what I said. That
0: is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that now. I'm telepathetic. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Mary
1: and Michael Towner. Notice how we say the full name. Yeah. yeah. But Mary,
0: who gives a shit? Michael Towner. Well, because they refer to him as as Michael Michael Towner. Towner, Same with Jimmy Moon. Yep. Jimmy's never referred to as Jimmy. He's only ever referred to as Jimmy Moon. You're right. And Rod is Rod. Yeah. What's Rod's last name? we (laughs) will never know. (laughs) I don't even think he's credited with the last name in IMDb. Like, he doesn't... Like, he's just Rod.
1: Dude, I think you're right. Anyways, okay.
0: Towner's back.
1: Calls Mary.
0: Yeah. What were your thoughts about that? Initially. Like, just when he picks up the phone and calls her.
1: Bro, I'm over it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Over what, him? Or what happened?
1: Both? (laughs) Both. And first of all, God, overkill with... um, Yeah, you know, you hit me
0: with your car. How many times do you have to say this? Yeah, they literally said when he ran you over with your car, like, at least six times. And
1: they do that with Annie and Eric, too,
0: about with uh, Dr. Hastings. We'll get into that. The one who almost...
1: Yeah, all the time. It got fucking annoying, dude.
0: That one, for me, was less annoying because of the way they did it, how, like, how everybody... Like, like different care, like different yeah. people. They'd be like Doctor Hastings, the one who, yeah. you know, and that, so that was almost like funny in that in that way that like like the three times rule is funny, or right? yeah. You know, but this other thing it was just like not funny, yeah. Because <laughs> like, no, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then with him being like all, I guess, not, you know, trying to sweep her off her feet. I, I'm gonna use that. Sure him acting shy and bashful and all these things. I'm, okay, I'm, okay, I'm happy for you, Michael. You got your, you know, you got your time in the sun, but whatever, I'm I'm over it. Yeah. I'm kind of
0: over it. So it didn't strike you as weird at all that he calls her?
1: Yeah, it is weird. I find it all weird, and I think it doesn't make sense that he's back, and for what reason? To give Mary a story? (laughs) To give Mary a story because, God forbid, she wasn't flirting with someone for once. It's true. It's true. Does we, she have to flirt with every guy?
0: Two whole episodes went by where Mary didn't have a quote-unquote love interest. It, oh, no. God The forbid. network is unhappy.
1: Dude, like, I'm over it.
0: The guy that ran her off. Get over. Don Code on the phone. We need a love interest. Seriously. <laughs> no, so... Let me tell you my read on this. On the initial phone call that they share. Yeah. Because... And I wrote it down. I was immediately skeeved out by the fact that he kept saying, Oh, you're back with Wilson now. And I don't want to, like, fuck that up. But I just wanted to be like, What's up? And, like, sorry. And I don't want to fuck with you and Wilson, but, like, maybe you and I can... And the fact that he kept saying, I don't want to fuck with you and Wilson... ...made me feel like he was going to drop some knowledge on Mary about what Wilson's been up to. Yeah. And then I was going to be like, oh, shit, this is going to be all about what Wilson's been up to. Worth it. Okay. Right? Like, in terms of a story, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shit. They brought it all full circle. Like, Mary lies about being back with Wilson. Guys come out of the woodwork. And then she gets grapevine knowledge about what Wilson's been up to, which then opens the door to Wilson and her again. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Shat all over that dream. Because all that happens is they go on a date. She likes him. And that's the fuck it. Yep.
1: And they meet out in the backyard, guys. And Matt walks
0: in on it. It was the stupidest waste of time I've ever experienced, ever. And that's saying something, because this show has wasted a lot of my time. Yes. (laughs) Like, it was... Hallelujah! Uh Like, the extreme missing of an opportunity. Because guess what? Okay, so you couldn't get Andrew Keegan to come in for this episode? Fine. You don't need him to drop this story on us. Yeah. Just drop the story let towner like quote like like even if you want to play him up as like a good guy now or whatever yeah. like he can be the good guy who opens mary's eyes to what the fuck wilson's been up to yeah whatever or or alternatively i also thought maybe he's picking up the phone and he was like, I don't want to fuck with you and Wilson, but I saw him making out with some chicks, so are y'all sure you're together? And then I was going to be like, oh, Mary got, like, found out because she's yeah. an idiot and they're obviously not together. Or something like that. Like, make yeah. it interesting. Make it something. No, instead, they go on a date. He He, like, sweet talks her. She, like, looks at him with her eyes and her smile. They make out in the backyard. They have a moment in church, and that's it. Yep.
1: That's it.
0: That's it. And Towner apparently goes to church. Where the fuck has he been this whole time not coming to church? Yeah. I. Mm. So stupid. Yep. So stupid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> As Crystal would say.
1: Um, yeah.
0: We're done I'm with just, Mary
1: and Towner, guys. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and I think we're kind of done with Annie and Eric because all we kept on saying was
0: the one that almost. <laughs> like that all we should say say no more we don't even know what he almost did we didn't even mention it they they barely mentioned it say no more yeah god imagine if we just did that to our listeners like we're not going to tell you what happens in this episode
1: watch it figure it out and then get back
0: to me (laughs) imagine that would be the worst what are we doing What are we doing? Oh, yeah. What are we doing?
1: You know, that comes out sometimes. Does it? Naturally. Oh, I'm no. Like, like, I'll look over like, Hey, what are we doing? I was like... Eh. like I
0: laughed laugh to myself. <laughs> like, you'll say to, like, a group of people that, that you're not doing anything with. They're doing something and you'll yeah, come yeah. up to them and go, like, what are we doing? <laughs> Best. <laughs> That's so cute. <funny. laughs> I need to start doing that at work. When my coworkers are all like hanging out at each other's desk, just like come up and be like, "What are we doing?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> so That'd be a good. Time. Like the
0: ultimate creepy water cooler person, you yeah. know? Like, what's the scuttlebutt, guys? What are we doing?
1: <laughs> trying to make sure I didn't spill out, my, spit out my drink everywhere
0: on the table. Take. <laughs> Um. Okay, so let's let's talk about it. Um. Actually, the episode opens, I think, right? With Annie and Eric at the hospital. The hospital, yeah. And they're just, like, I guess they're going to an appointment or coming from an appointment. Whatever. She's pregnant. Who cares? And they are stopped dead in their tracks when they see Ed Begley Jr. in the distance. Mm-hmm. And Annie has this look of sheer terror on her yeah. face. Like, sheer terror.
1: Am I seeing what I'm seeing?
0: And they're like, it's Dr. Hastings. And then props to the show, that's all they give us. Yes. Cut to credits. Mm-hmm. Super like super like cool building of suspense, not laying in all the cards on the table yeah. in the first five minutes like they always do, you know, yep. or like they usually do. And so props to the show. So all of a sudden we're like, Who the fuck is a scary doctor person? Yeah. Like, what, what do did you do? You do? <laughs> yeah. And then we see Annie on the phone. Or no, no, no. Then they come home and she like runs for Matt, gives him the biggest, biggest hug, hug and yeah. like kiss. And she's like, you're a miracle. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> and then when she walks away, Eric turns to Matt and is like, we saw Dr. Hastings in the hospital. And, he's, and Matt's like, oh, the one who almost killed, killed me? me? Yeah. Like all nonchalant like, you know, just like super chill. Yeah. Like, oh, that guy? Cool. Got it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So, and then over the course of the episode, we obviously find out, like, that apparently it's the well-known story in their family. All the kids know who Dr. Hastings is. The one who almost killed Matt. And um, and then they confront him. Mm -hmm. I, I guess he calls them to have them meet or whatever, whatever. And they go to his office to meet with him. And... Props again to the show and to the characters or whatever. Like, they're not willing to let this go. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, we're only here to hear what you have to say, but expect no forgiveness or empathy or sympathy from us. Like, yeah. like you almost killed our son. Which yeah. I love how they just drop that. Like, what did he do? <laughs> like, what did he do really that almost killed Eric? I mean, Matt. You know, like he. We find out that she was exhibiting eclampsia mm-hmm. during labor, which. Yeah. Which he admits that he was an inexperienced doctor at the time and had never seen that before and didn't know what to do. And he did the wrong things. Like he pulled, you know, he called the wrong audibles in that moment and just acted incorrectly or whatever. Um, But, or, or not in what sort I'm looking for. Like he acted against better judgment Mm -hmm. or, or whatever protocols and shit, you know, um, but what? Like I'm now. Now that just makes me curious. Like, what actually went down? Like, I don't really know what eclempsia is, really,
1: mm-hmm.
0: other than Kim Kardashian had it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you know what's sad though. When that entire thing was happening, I swear, like that scene. Mm. I know I checked out mentally.
0: I kind sort of sorted the two. too, other than, I mean, I just let it, like, wash over me. Like, okay, he's apologizing. Yeah. They're, they're, they're melting. Their hearts are growing three sizes during his confession period or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it all ends with, like, we're so sorry. But, but here's the thing, though. He says that after their incident, or mm-hmm. after the incident that almost killed Matt, he went back to school.
1: Yeah.
0: Re earned his degree or whatever and then specialized in like tricky pregnancy situations yeah. and now he's made it his life's mission to like to make sure that he does the right thing yeah. in these like scary scenarios come labor time or whatever
1: yeah well it's they kept mentioning her high blood pressure I think
0: that's what it is Preeclampsia.
1: yes high blood pressure during pregnancy and
0: uh um, Oh so they were like dropping subtle. Yeah, I think
1: it's like you you can you can have a – it it can lead to a seizure. Like while pregnant. And I think
0: She was exhibiting those signs during labor. Labor. Yeah. And and he had never seen that before and didn't know what to do. Okay. Okay. Well see now that makes me makes me happy. It it makes me understand better what the show was trying to do. Yeah. In terms of like dropping the thing about her high blood yeah. pressure and da da making and it come full circle in terms of like...
1: And she was also you know. saying you didn't listen to me.
0: Right. You didn't
1: listen to me. Like, I right. was the one that was telling you what's happening. Right. And you're not listening to me. So, whatever. And then and of course he gives this big speech how he went back to, um, uh, what's uh-huh. it called? Um, residency for another three years. Yes. And, um, whatever. So, you know, basically he shoved his ego to the side because his ego was like is what's fueling him it
0: was or anyway. was
1: right and so he decided that he would he is he was 28 years old while he was delivering helping the delivery with matt oh
0: fuck so now he's like 48 years old yeah so
1: let's think about this he was 28 annie was how old when she gave birth to matt 20 21 or was she 21 um, she was young like she, she was got that married- young yeah i think um didn't they I, I, if I'm remembering their story that they met when they were 19 dated 20 got married 21 had Matt.
0: okay I think it was like boom 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 I'll believe it I don't remember those details but I'll believe you
1: but like okay so he's 28 she's a young 20 mm-hmm. and
0: yeah yeah it's babies having babies yeah. and delivering babies yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the age isn't like the thing is when you think about it. Like if if someone is twenty eight and they're a doctor already, well, damn, they've been at this. Like they knew what they wanted to be since they were kids. That's true. Do you that know does what I'm seem
0: saying? a relatively young age. But, but that's because not really though.
1: There are, there are doctors that uh, age. Yeah. But it, it's if
0: you don't take any gaps or any breaks, that's what I'm saying. And you it's, were just like gung-ho. Yeah, it's uncommon because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So whatever. I'm just thinking about my sister because she's like on the medical path. Yeah. And she's already 22. Yeah. Or will be this year. But like your and she you're, and she hasn't even taken the MCAT yet. You know what yeah. I mean? So but
1: she's but your sister has like clear focus
0: on what. Oh, she it's wants. super clear focus. But that's what but, it is. But it's it's delayed. Like it's long. Like like she won't be a 28 You know doctor delivering babies because she'll still be in residency at 28. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there.
1: But And so this guy gives this big speech on how he has changed and has grown as a doctor or the changes that he's made, whatever. What I just can't get over about this show is overkill, overkill, overkill. (laughs) Like, he has redeemed himself, forgive him! It's like, okay... Well, you say that. No, I, I'm not I'm not trying to uh, no, I'm just getting annoyed that they keep pushing this on me. Every dan episode.
0: Oh, like that whole like full circle, all is forgiven, yes! little bow stuff. It, it, they do this all the time and I'm like, oh god. Yeah, I gotta say, you're right, because it might have been a little bit it might have felt a little bit better in terms of like the viewer watching TV. Yeah. To have Annie and Eric go, you know what, dude? We're so glad that you found your, uh, like, mission in life and that you're so confident and that you did so much better or whatever, but you still almost killed us, so how about no? Like, that would have felt better, right, as a viewer, for them to be like, zip it, bye, (laughs) you know?
1: Or, Or at least I would like to say real. Granted, don't get me wrong, I, in general, in life, yes, I would love a pretty bow in the end and have and like have things resolved I would love that in life every day thank you very much <laughs> but when the show just constantly gives it to me in such a cheesy annoying way I can't help but want to smash my TV I get
0: it or my I iPad, really iPad whatever I'm I watching get it. That's, I get it I know <laughs> whatever <laughs> or, I'm watching it on. or whatever Google Glass you're watching yeah, TV yeah, yeah. on yeah exactly um, yeah I get it and I also get like that this is just another example of what the show does which is like cheesy, you know, stupid Mm -hmm. shit or whatever. But I... I don't know. There was something about Eric's sermon at the end of the episode, which I have a clip and I'm gonna play. Oh, okay. Um, Which, you know what? Let's... I'll play it and then we can talk about it. Alright.
1: It's just that we're all doing the best we can. Considering who we are at any given moment. Every single one of us. And that includes the other guy. The guy who has offended us. Yesterday... A year ago, 20 years ago, it took a young man who was only 15 and in the depths of mourning to remind me of that, and I in turn am reminding you. I encourage you to make this a week of reconciliation.
0: There's something about that Mm -hmm. that really worked for me. Okay. And maybe it's just my own sort of personal journey that I've feel like I've been on for <laughs> too long at this point um but like of just trying to understand that mm. we're all just human yeah. and we're all just literally just doing what we need to do from on a day-to-day minute-to-minute
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> basis you know yeah. like we're and and Maybe it's a bit of an overstatement to say that everyone's just doing the best they can, right? But in yeah. but in the net of things, right, like when all is said and done, it's true. Everyone is just doing the best they can. Yeah. Or, and maybe that's not even the best that they actually can but it's the best that they know that they can in that moment and yeah. that's what matters it's true you know
1: I agree 100%
0: and, and so I don't know there was something about all of this sort of catharsis yeah. in the scene with Ed Bailey Jr. and Annie and Eric and then the sermon episode I mean, the sermon scene and then the 15 year old he's referring to which is Rod and his reconciliation with his father mm-hmm. who he doesn't have much empathy for initially because Rod was the one who was there for his mom as she died and he's the one that cared for her and looked yeah. after her and tried to spend time with her and be with her and, mm-hmm. his, and his dad was just like keeping mm-hmm. himself busy with like home improvement projects you know yeah. but he's also just doing the best he can. That was
1: his coping mechanism.
0: Exactly like he you know he didn't know how to say goodbye so yeah. he didn't you yeah. know until he had to and and, and Dr. Hastings didn't know what to do when Annie was exhibiting yeah. at Lynn Labor and he didn't know what to do and he like could have potentially royally fucked up you know yeah. but then he, but then when he realized that or when that happened not even even if he didn't realize that it happened yeah and then he made the steps or he took the steps to make the next time better or mm-hmm. not happen at all or whatever you know i don't know there was something kind of Nice for me in that, in yeah. that, like it helped me. I, it, here's what it really is, I guess, is like, it was reflective for me. Mm. And like I was like, I saw myself in that journey or in that, you know, whatever mm-hmm. path, if you will. Um, I don't know. It kind of worked for me a little bit, <laughs> as cheesy as it was, which I fully admit that it yeah. was. <laughs> I don't know,
1: but yeah, it was nicely done. That part
0: Yeah In fact for me The Rod reconciliation Was worse Cheesy wise Mm. Like you know He and his dad At the funeral Like the dad's like Your mom deserved better And he's Mm. like It's okay dad Like we have each other And I'm like Alright that's dumb And stupid And that felt very cliched And like Meh To Mm -hmm. me You know Mm -hmm. like We've heard this A million times before Um Yeah But I don't know (laughs) and now that the air has been officially sucked out of the room (laughs) um, what else I mean that's what else what haven't we talked about I don't know I think we did it I think we did too I like how I had to whisper that (laughs) Um, I guess it's worth mentioning that Simon decides that the clips he's gonna let Ruthie keep the hair clips Oh, yeah. And not give them to Dina. And he's going to make her a card. Yeah. Which, I guess, is supposed to be a moment of growth for Simon. Like, I think, I think the idea was that that would play as, like, a moment of growth for Simon. Like, calm down. It's just yeah. your three month, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, you're making a big deal about this. You're losing your best friend over it. Like, yeah.
1: Well, Nigel, I mean, just calls him out on it where he said, I don't understand why you think your friend and your girlfriend can't hang out. Like, us three all hang out. Yep. you know because he's like it's so hard you know because I'm trying to balance everything my best friend and then my girlfriend he goes why can't we and Nigel why can't we all just hang out
0: seriously <laughs> I love that let, I, let forgot, I forgot let me some I forgot he said that and absolutely one of my favorite moments of this episode was that conversation yeah. that they have mm-hmm. because you're right like yeah. or he's right <laughs> like yeah. Nigel's right like you know so often and okay I shouldn't generalize this maybe it's specific to me or my life or whatever but like You know I've seen it happen so many times where because you and I we're in the same friend group like we have we have a large group of like tightly knit like Mm -hmm. very close friends that we've all known each other for many many years we've all been friends for many many years yes we we know and love each other like brothers and sisters but like and I'm not going to speak for you but feel free to like chime in and agree Mm -hmm. if it if you this rings true for you um but I feel like, you know, a couple times especially, we've seen, like, someone gets a boyfriend or someone gets a girlfriend or whatever, and it's like, they just drop off the face of the planet, you know? It, and, it
1: happens, yeah, it does happen, and yes, we've
0: seen that. And, and it's unfortunate, and I don't think that it necessarily speaks to the, the strength or lack of strength of the friendship bond and relationship that we've have with these friends. I don't think that's it necessarily. I just think it's that it's the idea of balancing those two competing mm-hmm. priorities as yeah. opposed to understanding that it's not about balance. It's about integration.
1: Yeah.
0: It's about like my boss always says at work, like it's not like work-life balance doesn't exist. Work-life yeah. life integration exists. Mm-hmm. Balance is not a thing, yeah. you know? And that's true because, because balance implies prioritization Mm -hmm. and you can't prioritize friends you've had for 25 years and a boyfriend who you've known for a year Mm -hmm. because because love wise it's the same you know what I mean mean True, and it should well. It should be the same. Like yeah. if you're gonna marry somebody, you should love them at l- like you should love your twenty year friends at least as much as you love the person you're gonna marry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like at least. No, well, <laughs> you
1: know? I mean, I, I agree because uh, you've you kind of built a community. Totally, it's a community that you decided to be part of, yes. and that you invited into your life, and vice versa, whatever. Yeah, I can't imagine. I really can't imagine n- having that separated. I don't know. I can't. I, yeah. I. I've, and maybe I think I, I I I do have this habit where I love to mix mm-hmm. everyone together mm-hmm. and like everyone like joining in on the experience. Whether if, I know I'm like that.
0: I'm like that too. Yeah. I'm I'm at my happiest when when I'm visibly observing yeah. what I consider to be like two sort of separate yeah. groups mm-hmm. coming together. Like yeah. and working as yes. a unit. Um it's something that 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 I think I've successfully achieved with like you and another friend or Lucinef a yeah. special guest on season one, one. episode uh-huh. something. Um like, you guys are, like, my friend friends, and then I have, like, my cousin best friends. Yeah. And we've, like, formed this, like, little group together. Yeah. Which we don't always hang out, but when we do, I know it's going to work, and it's not yeah. going to be weird or tense mm-hmm. or, like, who's friends with who or none yeah, of that, yeah. you know? And I, I love that. Yeah. That's so special and, like, wonderful mm-hmm. for me. So, totally. I don't know. And, and I think that's what Nigel's getting at with this, right? Is, like, he's like, dude... I'm your I've been your friend forever like yeah. we've grown up together I've known you since we were in diapers yeah like so you have this girlfriend now I'm not jealous of your girlfriend but I'm sad that that's all you can talk about when I'm spending the weekend at your fucking house yeah. like be my friend mm-hmm. you know like and why can't why can't I come come with you guys when you go to the movies or whatever yeah. like cause that's a specific example he said I'm like fuck yeah dude why can't he yeah and I, and I also don't think it's Simon's fault. I just think, like, Simon hasn't thought of that before. No. You know what I he, mean? Yeah, that's and what it 12, is. And he's 12, so he's allowed. <laughs> you
1: know? He's my 12 friend, and it's my his girlfriend.
0: First, first girlfriend. Like, he's allowed. But I think it's an important lesson he's learned here, yeah. you know? And one that I hope he carries with him for the rest of his life. <laughs> Good job,
1: Nigel. <laughs> yeah. Dropping some knowledge. Totally. <laughs>
0: Um, what else? I feel like, I don't know. It's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we rate the episode? Sure. Go for it. You <laughs> <We> love <sighs> how I always punt it to you first. I know. I don't know why. I can go first.
1: <laughs> it's, it's going to be low because, you know, there was a whole lot of nothing and like some really cutesy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, I'm between
0: four and 5 Four. Okay. I'm going to give it four. Okay. Mm. We're back to our old tricks. I'm giving this one an eight. Damn! <laughs> an eight? <laughs> an eight. Okay. As I'm looking at it, which, as everyone knows, I wrote it down, so that's what I'm going with. I'm, as I'm looking at it, I am a little perplexed by my eight. I will admit, <laughs> I will admit like, I don't know. I guess it was the, the strength of that final sermon that really, mm. like, upped it for me. And I guess it's because... I felt like the lessons learned in this episode, right, like the thing that we just talked about with Simon and Nigel and the forgiveness thing and reconciliation, yeah. I feel like these are these are things that have really been important to me personally okay. in the recent years and things that I find myself, like, focusing on yes. in my own growth and personal journey or whatever. So I think that might be where it skewed a little for right? yeah. me. Um, but... Yeah, I'm eight. <laughs> okay. There it is. Eight it is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's sure. So embarrassing. Like, it's so stupid. Because I agree that it's, like, not the greatest episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, it's not a ten.
1: <laughs> it's not a ten. I don't know when, we're, when we are or won't get there.
0: <clears throat> yeah, me neither. Um, actually, I feel like, did I give a ten to the Holocaust episode? Did you? I feel like I might have. I can't remember. I need to. I need to look back in my um, notes. Note like yeah, in my notebook and see what did you? What think? I gave yeah. that one because I I have this feeling in the back of my head that because I keep saying I'm never. When are we going to see a ten? And I feel yeah. like I might have given that episode a ten. Anyway, hmm. we'll uh, reassess and I'll bring it up on the next podcast record. All right. Um, but yeah, so before we go, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Stitcher, we're on all the places. Um, you can follow us at the number 4 Heaven's Sake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or send us an email at For Heaven's Sakeshow at gmail.com. Um, and until next time, bye. Bye.